and welcome to another episode from the Honest Football Podcast, where we bring honesty back to the beautiful game. I'm Craig Savage, and with me as always is Daniel Cody and Charlie Betts. In this episode, we're talking about the impact of football injuries, and it's round two of the prediction game. But before we get started, let's have a quick shameless plug. We're going to talk about an upcoming series, You Are The Ref. A beer midweek fun where Craig and Charlie will guess for a scenario of refereeing incidences. We've got Keith Hackett, referee extraordinaire, who has given his answers in the book, You Are The Ref, signed by Howard Webb, World Cup final referee. So that'll be coming soon. Please make sure you check it out. We have certainly had a lot of fun recording it. But on to today's show. What's the topic to start with, Craig? And we move on to our topic of the day, is the impact of football injuries. All three of us here at the Honest Football Podcast have had significant injuries. Uh, Daniel, you had a broken ankle or something like that? Uh, so I had a, a double leg fracture and uh, ruptured ankle ligaments. So the classic double leg break with the ankle ligaments. Yeah. So obviously this happened when it was just pre-season. First day of pre-season First day of pre-season training. Um, In a pothole left by a caravan. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was fairly innocuous, would you say? Uh, so yeah, so mm. I was just I put my foot out to stop her. We had cones out as the goals because we were low level Sunday league. Yeah, uh, put my foot out to stop the ball, and that's it. Just an awkward landing, as they so often are. To be fair, they're yeah. never normally crunching tackles, are they? So I mean, you, you didn't feel anything like at first. You, you you heard it. I I heard it. It sounded like it was like a shin pad on shin pad yeah. contact uh, contact. But um, you you went home. Well, you, you kindly, I took you home. You <laughs> kindly drove me home. And I, would, we I spent the, the, the 10, 15 minutes convincing you that it wasn't broken. <laughs> so you would just take me home. I imagine it's like when I, you know, at the end of these, when we record these, it's like Dan dropped lift home. He's like, no, no, I'm fine, mate. Honestly, no, I'm fine. <laughs> so so Dan, your, your leg's bent at a right angle. No, no, I'm fine, mate. Honestly, I'm fine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I will, we will do a brief summary of all of our hmm. injuries and what came about from them. But I guess the main part for us today yeah. is to talk about the impact they had. Yeah. Because... We all know about the injuries and the recovery process mm. and sometimes the physio and things related. But you don't see, and often a bit isn't talked about, is the, the mental side, obviously, which That's is more exactly aspect yeah. now. The physical side it has mm. in other aspects of your life, particularly in terms of getting fit, and also other health conditions that can go wrong just as a result of yeah, the injury. And I, so I guess, I guess moving on from the injury, I mean, everything in terms of the basics was fairly simple. Yeah. I went to hospital, had the operation, had it reset, everything was fine. Yeah. The recovery was going well, the physio was going well. But obviously, it has other effects as well. So, mm. the first effect, and I know this is going to probably be the biggest laugh for you two, because there are two types of people in the world. Some who like food, some who don't. No, it's interesting. I was going to talk about that. You don't have the same as me here, whereas Craig hasn't. No, no, but I, I think, do you know what it is? I, I was reading something today um, in sort of preparation for this, and there was it's basically in America, like, um, they did a study on college athletes. Um, yes. And when they suffer significant injuries, you know, like snap ligaments, broke, leg breaks, etc. And some people go down the route that me and you did, which is, right, I'm going to care, carry on eating the, the insane amount of food It's pre-season, I've got to keep eating. <laughs> yeah, but because I'm not burning it off, because obviously your, leg, your legs are in a cast or, do you know what I mean, you cut, you're on crushes for six weeks or whatever it is, but you carry on eating it at the same level and then it just piles on. Or some people then go the opposite way, which I think is to do with their sort of, um, their approach to sport, that they don't deserve the food because, not deserve the food, but they don't eat as much yeah. because they don't feel like they've earned the right to because they haven't nutrition. done the workout, they haven't done their training or, and I know that's a, a, they talk about college athletes in America, but I think the same applies for, you know, low, Sunday league footballers, you know, if you don't go training on a, a Wednesday night, you probably think, oh, I haven't earned that, that, well, maybe not with you, Craig, I mean, you, look, you have KFCs every Friday regardless of whether you've got a leg, two legs or, do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> That sort of thing that some people some people would punish themselves in in your situation when you obviously snapped your ligaments in your knee. Some people would have punished themselves and gone right. I can't have any KFCs. Yeah. I can't, and almost get borderline. I know 
talk about mental health and stuff, start to look up towards bulimia and you know eating disorders and that sort of thing. And it's a real serious, um, what's the word? Like not spiral. That's the wrong word. But do you know what I mean? It, it, and I guess that's the thing. So that's probably a situation like as you say that happens more with more leaning towards mm. professional athletes where they've they've got such targets to meet in yeah. terms of body fat and percentage like that, and it's the only way mm. to keep it up. But the Whereas, things with professionals, obviously, they get to go. Obviously, once they've had their operation and they start their rehab, that they can go to rehab, uh, do the rehab. Uh, re- rehabilitation. Yeah, that's the word. Mm. They can do it every every day because obviously that's their job. Yeah, yeah. Where obviously, like ourselves, where we have to do like our nine to five job. Correct. And then, if you want to go to the gym, like if you're too tired to go to the gym, mm. and, you, and, you, and then you get to the point, I can't be bothered to go, and then I'm just going to relax. And, and it's, that's, it sounds horrible because I, I sort of. I'd like quite like to go quite deep into the impact of injuries on people of our sort of standard. If you're like mm. the elite level, you know, you have performance coaches, you have you know the, the operations are to get them back playing. You but know, when we have surgery they're, they're, in the NHS, and the NHS is brilliant, but it's not to get you back playing sport; it's to get you to be able to function in your normal capacity. Well, yeah, the thing is, obviously, but professionals I mean, obviously they, they go private, and then yeah, they, they have their operations within like two, three days after the. They have their operations about two, three days after their actual injury yeah, yeah. once swelling goes down. For us, as you said, with the NHS, uh, it takes about six, seven months to a good yeah. year for you to but, get a. a, a but what I, what I mean is, is that the the ex, so when I when I sat the ligaments in my knee, I found that actually the the rehab and it was obviously it's important, but it was so mind-numbingly boring. Like the, the yes. really early stages, you yeah. know, your legs were like three times the size it was before, and you just having to sit there and just like I don't know, do like you know, like, leg raises, leg the, the little is, rubber band and, thing. Yeah, and if you've got, but what I mean is, if you if you're an, an elite athlete and you've gone to the training ground, which you've probably been picked up to go to, you've got a, fit, a personalized coach who's there. You get a bit of a social element. Well. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I was in my living room trying to watch TV, and in the end, and I know for a fact that some of the complications I've had off the back of my injury ha- have been because I didn't do the rehab properly, and, and I'm the only one responsible for that. But it. it I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was definitely affected my pos- positivity toward exercise. Because I just thought this is absolutely pointless. You actually lead to a really good point after mine, which is about four weeks later, I was booked to go to uh, watch cricket in Manchester, mm-hmm. which obviously is half the country away from where we are. Yeah, and obviously going up on the train like, was a proper palaver, mm. and obviously it cost you a lot more money in taxis and things, which yeah. you think because normally you just hop yeah, on the bus just go for a walk. Yeah, um, but that's the sort of thing that when you're working class, you've mm. got to think about as well. But the sort of catering for that at sporting events mm. there's yes there's disabled such and such but if you're just in a temporary mm. situation there's not really a catering for no, it I totally agree. so I was still going up like 15 flights of stairs yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't handle it do you know what I mean but, um, that but then there. after that that was it I said I can't go to football cricket and things mm. until I'm done yeah yeah no, until I totally I'm agree. off crutches I can't do that yeah I, I, I was quite different because um, when I first got injured um it was like I went to go like I went to watch them the next day uh, the next day I went to go and watch them the weekend and it, obviously I wanted to stay it's a weird thing because you want to stay involved yeah. but then you want to obviously you want, it, you feel so bad because you want, you want to get obviously you want to play and it's, and it's hard to watch even after the operation I went to go and watch my, t- uh, my own team play um, like three, three days later and, it, and it's obviously you get the symptoms like, oh you're on crutches oh, I had the operation go you want to you want to be out there like yeah. for, for me personally I after the first injury because the team was doing so well um, we were on for promotion. Mm. Yeah. Do, do you know what I, I'll be honest and this is it, I know I sometimes kind of sensational stuff and I don't mean like this but I actually genuinely went for a period of mourning afterwards because I'd lot you know for all three of us football was our life and playing football was such a major part of our childhood our sort of teenage years and then to have that just ripped away without your sort of choice and. 
In fairness, I know you're back playing, and then, this is not to patronise, I know you're back playing, but you know, you were a first team regular in this sort of South Mids Prem, and I know you, you're back playing a bit here and there, but it's not the same level. No. And obviously the impact of that, and that's the not that's the long term effects of the injury that you've had, you know. So what I'm saying is is that I I, I was like a loss to me. It was like something that had almost died a little but bit. But Craig so. mentions a really important thing on the side for mm. actually when we went to football, because particularly on the Sundays, we went and watched a few games early in the season. Because mm. the year before we'd done really well. We were the yeah. two centre yeah. halves in a good team, we won't go through the childhood situation. <laughs> <laughs> but the the key thing is when you're there, the first thing is how's your leg, how's this, mm. how's that? You don't actually talk about football, the thing mm. you love. No one wants to talk to you about no, football no, no. or just have a general conversation about yeah. the games you watched yesterday on the TV or go mm. to Luton or whatever it'll be. It's how's your leg? And you don't actually yeah. talk about your passion. Do you know, the thing That's is, the thing I found like, odd. The weird, it, it sounds, like, they say sound weird, but it doesn't sound weird. But that season when we got promoted, Corey got promoted, I, I, I still feel like a bit of regret in there. Yeah. Because we started that season so well, we, went, we won the first 13 league games and... I'm not saying like big head or anything like that, but if I stayed fit throughout the whole season, I think it would have been a lot tighter, like tighter race. Yeah. Mm. Um, we might, we probably would have might have won the. I'm not saying because all just no, no, me, no. but some of the goals that we can, I watched after I got injured, the goals we conceded, mm. that could, I think that could have been preventable if I was there. Um, but see, you're really good. I think you're both good. For me, when I did it, I just, I I couldn't go for ages. I just couldn't go. I like if I can't get actively involved, I can't do it. Yeah, but then I, I had the other side that I knew if I didn't stay involved in terms of going towards yeah. the social element, I knew that would knock yeah. me back. Oh, I, I don't. I, I I couldn't not like go and watch because <coughs> I, I, I don't want to sit like on the couch. Yeah, I don't want to sit on the couch on a Saturday. Yeah. I know I could easily watch soccer Saturday and watch Jeff and mm. the boys, which is not a problem at no, some time. No, but, but to, to do that every week. It, it just took the life yeah. out of me. So I'll, I'll be I'll honest. I'll have to go and watch. I'll, I'll travel up the, uh, around the, well, the open yeah. area where we are, Luton. But like to go down London to go and watch mm. the boys. And even like um, even getting back to playing, you, you still feel a little great to get back to playing. But then having that relapse of the same injury six months after you've come back to your first game. It, well, that's where you're different to me. Well, that's, why, that's where it, hurt, it hurts more. Because like, and you, and you know the second. You definitely know the second. Like, as soon as you know it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where it, I feel like you just knew straight away, mm. and then you, you, you're punching yourself, and not literally, but literally punching yeah. yourself. Like, what? What? Why is this happening again? Yeah. Well, but, I guess. I guess the thing is, I, I can't really even compare to that position because I've never probably got playing back to a competitive mm. standard since. Because one, partly a confidence thing. Mm. Secondly, probably never regain anywhere near the fitness because no. that's the hardest thing is that way yeah. because as you mentioned with Craig yes because he was at a higher level than us before he could then go back in at a lower level and still yeah. be playing competitively no, I agree. whereas for me I was a Sunday league footballer at that stage where do you go from there yeah. it's down to rebuild your fitness mm. no, where do you true. go we were playing in a mediocre Sunday league I can't go down and get my fitness anywhere. No, no, no. and at that point you're either doing laps around a, a town or a park yeah. or whatever which there aren't many parks left here anyway, no. which is a problem. <laughs> no. But how else genuinely do you get your fitness yeah. back? How do you get the social element back? So you well, miss that. The thing is, uh, they say five aside nowadays is is the way to go, which yeah, I, I personally don't. But if somebody's trying to like build themselves up again, that Absolutely. probably might have to be the way to go. I used, but, yeah, although, but then you're relying on ten friends to be fit at the same time. And then the complications of that, you know, I played five side a few weeks ago and rolled my ankle. And obviously, my, my initial injury wasn't an ankle or anything. But your straight first thought then is, oh shit, not this again. And I, I, I it's something I wanted to build up. What you say is that confidence thing. Like I've, I've, I played, I think I played like three or four games, and that was just because the previous team, my coach was short players, and 
you know, 20 minutes here, whatever. And it is that confidence thing in the sense of, you, I don't think you ever completely trust your body the same again. No, I, so I, the I, moment I, I get like a little knock now, my first thought is I can't, I can't do another six weeks. Mine's not actually the injury I don't trust. Mm. The injury I'm absolutely fine with. The problem is because I've never built the muscles back up again. Yeah, I can't yeah, just go. I, I, I've walked to half an hour from my house to yours. Yeah. And I can feel my hamstrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never That's, had a hamstring yeah. problem in yeah. my life. Yeah, no, I wake up in the morning. I've got calf strains. You know? mm. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. I always wake up with a bad back. That's just because my left knee is not st- as strong as it and should be. Yeah, yeah, no the right up. But like, I know I've, I've played games on a Sunday and the odd Saturday um, since after the second knee op. But you never played regularly since. No, no, no. I've played like once every two weeks. Yeah. Just cause, one because mm. so my body can recover. Yeah, and two is it, I think it's a bit more of a mentality thing as well because I always feel that. After a, like next this next game could be the, like my last ever game. Yeah. Like one bad knock, what bad mm. like either a stupid tackle by myself, which that doesn't happen, or <laughs> well he did the second injury, but um, or someone goes in on me, and that's it. I might not just my own football career is over. I cannot be walking again. Yeah. So I have that in the back of my mind. Like I, this could actually potentially be my last game. Mm. Oh, it, and, and it's, it's impossible it's, to play at your best. Exactly. That's what that's saying. No, it definitely changes your, yeah, the way you ch- play. Ch- yeah, changes the way I play. I, and I have to obviously I'll compromise. And do you know what I found? If, let me quickly jump in on that. Is the few times that I have played, or if I've got involved in training sessions or whatever, and this this maybe this just maybe it's just me. I don't want to speak on your behalf, but there's times when like I played in a game towards the end of last season, and a bloke went past me, and it's not an egotistical way, but that he wouldn't have done me in the way that he did two three years before that. But it's my body physically couldn't get, and that's got nothing to do with age because you know I was 29, 28 at the time. It's because I my my injury prevented me from getting back to that level of fitness that I was before. To get back to do what I you know I couldn't do a lot. But I could jump quite high, but I was losing headers that I should never lose. And that for me that rocked my confidence. I was like, I can't do this anymore. If I'm getting done in the air by him, that's me finished. Yeah, I had that right. a couple of Sundays ago. So we're playing against a quick side anyway, and I played a, a, an off cycle, which on a normal day it'd be perfect, but yeah. obviously. Um, in my head um, obviously they just ran past it yeah. and then two minutes later yeah. I've gone past again and I, I normally I, if you obviously haven't mm. seen me play obviously I, I, I'm quick I was quick yeah no 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 no. Definitely. and I thought oh, I've definitely got that and the guy's gone past me and yeah. I've, I've clipped and I'll give but, away a penalty but that's the thing and for me then that, I'm like I think I've got you, you asked my missus I went into a you know I did a few sessions for a different club last year and I got involved for like 10 minutes by the side and I got like lads going past me that just had no right and never would have done before that and that, that put me into a proper low. Like I, I wasn't Can in tears. Can you accept the limitations? Yeah, I wasn't in tears, but I was like, this. I, I was like, I was never a great player, but you know what I mean. I, I was at a particular standard where stuff that happened there shouldn't be happening. You know, it just shouldn't have happened. No, I, I, I wouldn't I, have done I, this. And that that properly like affected my outlook at my work and stuff like that's that. That's where it's injury specific because obviously mm. you two are mainly knees, mm. which yeah. is going to affect and the main one you mentioned, ability to jump. You lose yeah. so much. Whereas for me, ankle, that's the first thing I noticed. It turn. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't turn because no, you can't no. put your pressure on that. No. Foot. And if you're a right-footed player, you always yeah. go that side on, and I can't turn back. Mm. So that pivot, I've already lost the yard. I, know, yeah, I, I didn't have a yard to lose. I know exactly what Charlie means about obviously you losing that little bit of pace. Like, well, I definitely didn't have pace. pace. <laughs> no, but like, it's not the pace so much; it's like, the agility. But yeah, I think it's like. So I'll take sometimes take part in Charlie's training mm. sessions against like against my own uh, my players, yeah. and obviously who are a lot younger, some like eighteen, yeah, going yeah. on like mid twenties and that stuff, and then to, to get. Um, the young lads trying to get past me, and then I'm, I'm I have to you get the old Italian football way, just couldn't buy a shirt and anything like that, mm. just to stop him. Like I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have done that. No, no, two, three years ago. I, I don't know about your because my, obviously in my um, my 
mind-wise, I would have right, yeah, my position would have been great. I know where to go. Yeah. Really, yeah. But I think that tests your mental strength. And that, that's the bit I found, and that was the bit that I always found. That if if I was to, you know, I've, I've been, I think I've been very blessed. I've never really suffered with mental health in the sense of, you know, I'd, I'd get low periods, but they a lot of that would come from those sort of scenarios where it's not been able to do what I did before. But it's it's the social and, element. We were talking about football. And if I'm honest, that. you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying this on on air, but you know, obviously working with Ukraine, you know, I haven't been at a lot of games recently, and part of that is I can't cope with. The fact that I'm not playing anymore, and one of the best things I loved about when I was playing football was that buzz in the changing rooms beforehand. And no matter what anyone says, when you're the other side of the fence, and you're, you cannot, you cannot coach in a training it's a lot, session. It's a lot harder it's when a lot you're harder. coaching in a training session. You can still be part of it. You can yeah. make a change. You can stop, you can stop and yeah. say your position needs to be in yeah. a match. You can't have that. Yeah, no, 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 no that's what, yes, and, I was literally saying earlier. It was like. And you said that as well the other yeah, week. Yeah, and like, if I'm honest, so I think part of the reason, you know, I've maybe taken a bit of extra work at the weekend, so I'm not at football, is that I just, I find it easier to avoid that situation. Yeah. Because it, it, I used to come away, I did probably didn't show it, and, you know, quite often I didn't stay for a drink after the game and stuff. You didn't. And Louise, no, but Louise will tell you, it, it really rocked me. Like, I'd come over and I'd be, not in tears, but I'd be like, I just can't, I can't get in, I can't get the same buzz. And, but that, that's and why I, I would, I would be, it probably affect me for the whole evening. That's why really. I went the opposite way and started mm. going to watch a lot more professional football. Yeah. Because it's a standard. I in my head, you're saying, "Well, I can never achieve this. This yeah. is a different world." Mm. I would come and watch professional sport even when I was a player. So this yeah. is completely separate, and that's sort of your way yeah. of staying involved in the passion, but without trying to lose. That's uh, like, losing um, Yeah, I think, I think we, me and Charlie, have had this conversation. Like, um, and my other joint manager, Richard, we had this conversation. Like, oh yeah, you like you can play in here. And I'm like, I know I could, but yeah. I don't want to. No. It's not because I'm scared of doing it. It's obviously, now I've got the manager's hell on. I want to give my the younger ones more mm, of a chance yeah. than me actually playing. Well, yeah. right, there was one week I was going to do that because they were crap the week before. Yeah. But not, my head was like, no, no, no. Mm. I want this player to play and or I want this player to play. Cause so I, I I want to help them rather than yeah. like render their chance of actually playing some football. So obviously I do it on a Sunday because Sunday football is totally mm. different to obviously a Saturday football. But for um, you, that's the natural next level down, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, obviously, for me, at the moment, I'm grateful that I'm playing football now. Yeah. I shouldn't be, technically. No, but I think, that, see, that's the difference. And that's why I think you probably cope with it a bit better. Is you can still, you still get that buzz. in Because that, for me, like as great as it was playing football, and I loved it, that, that 10 minutes just before you go out to warm up, you know, when you're taking the mickey out of each other or... You know, so and so's got their shorts on back to front. Breakfast on the yeah, that 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 sort of thing. You just, you know, it, whether it be at work or with your friends, you can never replicate that. And that is that is such a unique thing about competitive sport is that 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 ten minutes before, and I think you can still get that. And I think that's the bit I've found genuinely the the hardest. And I've that's tried essentially what this is for, isn't it? Yeah, realistically, it's the, the reason it started when we yeah, were all injured. I think like um, and to try and get that, that well, well, element of that. And I think I, I I've. Um, I understand what he's what he's feeling, but I, I still get the nervous for a game anyway. But you're, if I'm honest, you're and I said, no, I, I'm, this is my choice because I'm I don't want to be a manager and I'm not a very good one, whereas you are. But you're you're no, <laughs> but you mean, you're, you're next on the I line knew. a bit more. It mean, it, it, not it means more to you. You got more at stake than I have, and therefore probably you're invested in it more. Which then means for me, I can't get I can't replicate those same you, feelings. You know, and if I'm honest, I think it you know it's taken me a very long while to get over. And I'm sure my wife will tell you, you know, tell you about that. That Saturdays were an awful. When I was, you know, I was on the crutches because mm-hmm. you're so used to competing every week, whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday. You know that competitive thing, and it, you know, people talk about it being an outlet, and it, it genuinely is. To just not about the winning and losing, but just competing against someone, out out thinking someone, out working someone. 
And when that's taken away from you suddenly, it, it's a horrible place to be in. I, I, when I was recovering from mine, I offered to work weekends just so I wasn't around. Yeah, it's so, it's so difficult. And I just think that, you know, there's lots for mental health to do with professional sports. And I'm rightly so, because it's their job at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The difference being that, make, well, my industry is fairly safe if you get injured. But there's other, a lot of other industries well, where I, 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 if you get injured and you're off work for six, well, you know, I was off for six weeks when I did my knee, then six weeks when I had the op. You know, you you've led on to something that I actually wanted to ask you to about because it's it's probably the the biggest difference lifestyle wise mm. between my injury and your two, which is you two are both in professions where you need to be mm. able bodied to go to work. Yeah, yeah. So you needed to be recovered mm. before you could go back. You had the six eight yeah, weeks yeah. off. My biggest probably difficulty, but also blessing in a way, was that. A week and four days later, I was back at work. Mm. So as soon as the basically the painkillers from the yeah. operation have worn off, I'm in an office job. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You'll go back and you'll get wheeled in to do some basic yeah. admin. And yes, it's reduced hours because you're mm. going to be asleep half the time. But you were actually back. I was actually back amongst people within a week and a yeah. half, which I hated every minute of going to work. You know, I was getting a colleague having to come pick me up from my house yeah, and take yeah. me around the corner yeah. to work. Yeah. And it is dehabilitating. But on the other side of that, otherwise, for six weeks, would I have actually spoken to anyone other than the well, two and, people? And that's that where you've led on to an ama- amazing uh, point. Was, that's um, what I wanted to ask you about. Thing, you I, uh, when I f- had the first injury, so I was playing football on the Wednesday night, and um, I went to hospital that evening. Um, mm. And then I said to Rangwell, I said, Look, I can't go to work the next day because my knee's buggered and I've been mm. in hospital yet. But this was just before Christmas, and we were in working in people who work in retail at Christmas it's probably the worst time to be off because yes. you need as many bodies as you can Yeah. so I had a week off and I felt bad and I was like I can't let the people down because obviously it's Christmas week it's cri- mm. coming to Christmas but then going into work I was in so much pain I couldn't lift my leg up Yeah. and I should never go back I should never go yeah. back to work yeah. I should have had more time off No. but um, but even after the second injury like I'm walking at work and I just have to get out and I've when I'm riding in pain. Mm. Yeah. I, so I, I, at one point, I, I, my manager came up to me and said, like, "Can you jump on to a checkout?" And I, and I was on one side of the aisle, and he said, like, "Can you jump?" I, like, I can't get there. Yeah. And, 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 like, See, for me, I was. What do you do? Well, I was signed off for six weeks, so my 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 head teacher said, "You're not insured to come in." So I, I was literally locked out of school. So then, like you were saying, I was at home. Well, one of the weeks was half term, so my missus was here. But most of during the day, I was off for six weeks, and that drove me like. I keep talking about wife, sorry, but she could probably te- maybe she got her and testify a lot about this. But I got so angry because it's just that probably be a better show actually. Yeah, do you know we're in our households at the time. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I didn't move out of house. I didn't move out because I was living uh, away from my parents at the time. That's right, you were. And yeah, yeah. Um, after the first uh, yeah. operation, uh, I, I was like, right. Obviously, they live in a bungalow and they live about a minute mm. away from the hospital. Or I could go back to my own place, whereas I have yeah. to go up some stairs and I've got three other people who definitely want to look after me. Mm. Yeah. So it made logical sense to go back yeah. to my, my parents' house. And, and it, it, after the first day, we wanted to go to, mm. to, go to work. And there's just me lying in bed on my own. And there's only so much of that. I can't like, go and cook for myself because I can't walk. Well, like, and we're kitchen. all quite active people, you know. Um, me, me and you tend to walk a lot. But, you know, I was used to similarities. I was used to walking, say, half an hour to work every day. I'd be on my feet a lot. You know, and suddenly that's taken away. And then... You sort of left here. I mean, my neighbour was brilliant. In fairness, he's retired, so he'd pop around every couple of days or whatever. But it's not the same. You can't you can't um, replicate the social thing. And, and do you know what I think is is difficult about that is the, when I then had went back to work. That was fine. And then I had to have another six weeks off when I had the operation. And I'll be honest, I was shitting myself. Not about the operation, but 
having another six weeks stuck at home because I just it, it 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 made me so angry. It made me very tetchy. It made well, me very. I mean, with my, I was only signed off for two weeks again because mm. of the office job. But I had to ask. Did that, like, I think it was about two or three mm. days before it ended. I said, I need to go back to work. Yeah, I yeah. Reduced hours. I, I, I need I to took, just um, get outside mm, at some point. I took a total of six months off over two in, uh, operations. But obviously, this is it's all that, both times we're in October, going on to December. Yeah. And uh, that's first like, off, that's like getting booked before Boxing Day. Yeah, it's literally, yeah. You, you timed it well. Yeah, no, 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 no. Suspension. But like, uh, the first time, so I was like, I'm not going to go back to after Christmas. I'm going to get there. And then, but the second time, I was like, I need to get back into work. And mm. soon my job's not the greatest. I'm for, and it's a pretty stupid move to go back before Christmas, but. Mm. I need to get mentally back into work. Well, I had the opposite worry because I was in a situation where I was, and this is where the the element of being just a, a, mm. a normal working person comes into it. So I'm responsible for managing people and managing areas of work, and I'm sitting at home thinking, the longer I'm off work, the worse this is going to be. More when I come back because I've got this 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 to catch up on. How am I going to do that? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you get to that stage, you say. I can't afford to take more no, than two no, weeks exactly, off because no. at this stage I'm never going to be able to catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be there fifty hours a week mm. when I go back. And I and think it's you can't time. you can't you can't think sanely at that point. Yeah, your your mind gets completely scrambled. Yeah. and you don't think like a sensible person. No, and I think it's something to bear in mind. Maybe more so from a sports perspective because I think you got your you know when you get injured you got your own friends, but actually. I mean, since I did it, I I've never really been involved with a team of someone else who's done the injury. But I think we then, because we're not elite sportsmen, we're not in elite clubs, maybe we as a, a, a grassroots sort of football need to be a bit more conscious of that and the impact it can have on people. And as a as a team, not just then, because football moves, moves on. I mean, to be honest, mine, mine wasn't even done playing football. That was the irony. I fell down some stairs and did it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's, um, but football moves on like, you know, the team, I think I've sort of been in the process of leaving the team anyway, but that I was playing for at the time. But that was, um, I didn't get really anything from them. You know, you, your mates are brilliant, but I think you just need to be part, kept part of something. And actually, I think if you do run a Sunday league club or a Saturday afternoon team, it's so important if you have someone who goes through that, you just to keep in contact with them and keep that. Yeah. And that's, that's maybe something to move forward on from this. But I don't know if the FA can maybe do a bit more about that. There's lots of charities like Mind and things yeah, like that good that charities. Are brilliant. It's something that's becoming very important in football yeah. now. It's only probably the last year or two but that I started to become... It's not just at the elite level. I think we really need to put that focus on the grassroots level because what we've just said, there's so many pitfalls for people like us. And I think we've been very lucky and blessed that maybe as part of our character, we've managed to push through that. But I imagine there's so many other people who've slipped into... And there are going to be some people who aren't as lucky with gambling and that kind of thing. You know, employers that some people, some people are like self. Some players are self-employed. Exactly, some like builders now. So obviously, they lose out a lot of money when they have these injuries. And sometimes, some players will. I know, as for my club, Crawley, they've done one player last season broke his arm or something like that, so he couldn't work for about three, four months. And they've all whipped round to get all the players and they've all whipped round to him about 400 quid so that covers him near enough for, for a little bit of time so it's better than yeah nothing. yeah no exactly no, no and, and obviously for, from for probably for him that mentally that, that probably but give him a little bit of a confidence boost because mm. it obviously shows how people in the club are grateful well that, that's the area where we don't focus on which is where we're fortunate we're all in industries mm. where we're relatively protected financially if we're off fun well for mm. a little while we've got that back up in place where we don't have to worry the first month about mm. the bills because we know we're still going to get some sort of payment which a lot of people as you mentioned don't have that luxury mm. the only the only thing i was going to move on to is other like health things that come from it yeah 
because like some of the things that you wouldn't even think about like within a year after like because my immune system was low over the winter I then got glandular fever which has knocked me out for knocked me out for probably nine to twelve months really and then even since then like I've never been the same physical fitness yeah but even stupid things like that summer I then got a vitamin D deficiency from a lack of sunlight something as simple yeah, as that I suppose actually mm. yeah I haven't thought of that and leading to increased fatigue and things yeah. and you, don't, you don't think as stupidly as shit I'm sat inside for a yeah, month yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm yeah. sitting inside work or inside my mm. house I'm getting funneled between them in cars rather yeah. than walking I'm not walking to the shop after work to get a bottle of coke or something do you know yeah what I mean? no no and I'm all those little what... things and you just yeah that's amazing it's just stupid little things like that yeah. and you don't think about it do mm. you you think how, how would that ever happen and yeah. just in two months things like that change yeah no no I think, I think you bang on with that I think it, there's a lot of side effects to that kind of thing and even I know what you were saying about it, it's great sort of sitting there watching soccer Saturday but it's not the same as being involved with a football team but the, no, the, the it's problem not the same that. going out there no. even in general not just obviously but what, going to the football but it's like just as in just going out in mm. general but what I mean like is sometimes is, you want to hide you don't yeah but what I mean is, is if you sit there in your living room watch start watching soccer Saturday suddenly then to make it a bit more interesting right I'll bang a five on West Brom and before you know it I'm not saying that is the case of everyone but it's quite easy to fall into that trap of, you know, like I'll be honest, when I when I was off the second time on knee, there's a a, um, a bookmaker's just round the corner and I never gamble, but I'd go round to the, to just take myself for a walk just to get myself out of the house because I was signed off for six weeks and by like four weeks I was off crutches. And then um, I just find, I, I'd put, a, not a lot, but I'd put a bit of money on, on some horses because I was bored and it was like, yeah. it wasn't life changing amounts and it was never bankrupt my house, you know what I mean? But you could see it if you're not careful before if you've been in that situation for six months, that could exactly, fall. and there have been people who would do that. You know, I mean, you you know, double leg break, ligaments, and all sorts. So you could easily fall into that. And I think well, it's, luck- it's luckily, like, I couldn't go for a walk. No, no, I suppose. I suppose you don't need to anymore. To, no, that's the thing. So what I tried to do is then do a bit more. I don't know if it, if it help anyone here in this, but I tried to do a bit more online sort of courses and studies that would help my job. Just yeah, I started language learning. No, that sort of thing, language. just to keep, just to channel that that energy towards something worthwhile. But I could see how you could easily fall into the trap yeah. of addictions, whether it be gambling, drink. You know, food. food. Yeah, exactly, and and whatever other addictions you know that people could, and I think it's something to worth be worth sort of thinking about, um, and and engaging with charities and things like that. Who who uh, what's the word? Who specialise in that kind of thing? Because if you're not careful, you can especially and it's no disrespect, but if you're living on your own, I mean, I know you are living with a few friends and then you move back. Yeah, but I knew living we, we're of actually you know, with me. family and partners or whatever. But you know, if you're uh, so many lads we play football with uh, live on their own. Or something like that, you know, you could easily fall into a very slippery slope. Could not see someone. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's. Um, I'm not saying it's, it's any different if you're a elite footballer compared to. Uh, no, well, you look like, for example, you look at uh, Billy Keys, obviously just retired from um, yeah. professional football from African Stan. He's now joined Cold Town, but obviously he's had uh, mental health problems and personal mm. problems with his family. And uh, probably for him now joining uh, Cold Town is. Mm. That probably might give him a little bit of a boost again. It just makes it a little bit easier for him. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah, there's no right solution, is there? It's, no. it's a different solution for every person. So yeah. you're, as you said there, yours was, I have to go and be involved and see the mm. lads and go and watch the games. Charles I can't do that. No. Yeah, yeah. That no, would have been the worst yeah. thing for him. Yeah, and if I'm honest, it you. still is now. And I, you still, know, I, still I still feel good. But I still struggle now massively. Uh, you know, and that's, you know, obviously I still do the training with you, Craig, but I, I found the match day so hard and that's unfortunately manifested itself but my biggest thing is physical fitness like I've never played competitive sports since Yeah, and it's not because I don't want to it's because I'm not of a good enough standard Mm. to support a Sunday league team there aren't enough of us because of the injuries we've had fit to play five or (laughs) even two weeks ago so last Sunday we were sat having an Indian buffet weren't we Charlie and we said let's get a five five a side together 
And this Friday, Charlie sat here with his dramatically bloomed ankle, and we're not going to be playing five aside. Well, he, did, he, he did, did say he did say that lads, we'll go and play football on a Sunday, two weeks time. So I, was, I couldn't go anyway because mm. I'm away. But well, the reality is though, then I was at work on what Thursday, yesterday, sorry, fell into a piece of gym equipment and rolled my ankle. And it's like three but times that's the it size. You've got one. Your body's so much weaker. Then. Yeah, yeah. And but that's that's the thing. I, I, I pulled my hamstring um, about a month oh, or so ago. And like it's a hamstring where they've taken the tendon out to fix the um, to oh, fix yeah. the ligament. So you're actually yeah. weaker, and now I'm actually weaker, and now I feel like a shot uh, shot pain just like down my leg. I'm like, yeah. I'm never going to recover. And then like, I I felt down about it, and I'm like, do I really want to play football again? Mm. It definitely. I mean, it, I, the thing is, I think you know, to sum it up for me, I think it. I, I actually had to grieve not being able to do what I spent. Well, that's what when was that three or four years? You know, twenty six years of my life doing. You know, and it, it, you do grieve. I think if you don't, it, then you, you're probably in denial. If I'm honest, the only, the only other question I wanted to ask, genuinely, was: Do you ever have that moment where you forget? Because, like, so I I had an instant. So I'd had the the crutches for six weeks. I had the boot for six weeks. It might have been eight weeks and mm. six weeks. But then about a week after, like I was running a flu clinic at work, yeah. and literally just something as simple as running ten yards between yeah, the yeah. surgery door and the the pharmacy door next door to us, and I just completely forgot for a mm. moment that I had a dodgy ankle on. I was in a boot last week. It was pissing down with rain. I thought I better run here quick because I got a coat or something. Yeah. And the first step I took, I went, "Oh for fuck's sake!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thankfully it worked out to be good. No, it's no, it's enough, which needed to happen, but. Oh. <laughs> But like literally, you just forget. Like you yeah, just have a moment for yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you spent nothing there. How many years like, before that without the injury? I kicked the ball with the left. I, I, I just toe poked it like with my left foot. Mm. I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it is? It's, it's, it's easy. I think you bang on. Like I, since I've had that op, I can't crouch properly. Like I can't squat properly. I get to a certain I, I, point. I, I, can't, knee, I can't. Knee goes out. Um, knee in front of the ankle, isn't it? Yeah. So when I, I can't got, actually go down on my two knees, like yeah. So then I was doing a gymnastics lesson. This is only like two last week, two weeks ago. And I was trying to spring out from like a frog position, and I did it. And my knee, honestly, it was like throbbing, and it was it's excruciating pain, and my leg was just not having it. And you're right, you completely forget. And I just think it, it if you're not careful, and if I'm honest, I, you know, as I say, without going on about me too much, I, you know, I'd say I'm a fairly positive person. But if there's one thing that gets me down, it is the the repercussions of such a I'm fell down fucking four steps. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's like the repercussions of that. As, as it's life changing, and literally, literally is life changing. I mean, whatever way you dress it up. Not just the football side, but we've just spoken about it all evening. The effect on your mental health, the effect on your work, the effect on your outlook on life in general. Physical health afterwards. Yeah, you know, exactly. and I think we undervalue that. And the, yeah, not undervalue that, but what's the word? Like, Underappreciate the impact that an injury can have on you mm-hmm. long term. Yeah, because yeah. like, like, my time of my injury, I was probably playing my best football. And then well, that's like, the idea. Like, yeah. like, and we've all been at that point. You were playing your best football, and then, then you had your injury. I was playing my best football mm-hmm. into my best season. Yeah. And then I get injured and Charlie just fell down some stairs, but <laughs> in, in his best falling down the stairs moment. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, no but, it's true. No, but no. like, as you say, like, it, 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 only takes, it only takes one second for everything to like just completely change winds in your life. And, and I, I totally I'd never even like a muscular injury, anything. That was the thing I struggled with. Oh, I, struggled with I know you, you'd always have muscular injuries, yeah. to be fair. Mm. I never had a muscular injury, anything in my life. So mm. I had a few back spasms at about 14. That's it. I've never had any muscular problems. And then suddenly, that's why I just thought it can't be a leg break or something. I don't break. Yeah, you just don't. I, didn't look, I, didn't, yeah, I don't okay. break. I've never it, broken. It, and and uh, what was weird about yours, it didn't look like a leg break. You heard the noise. It didn't look like yeah. an air break. It like didn't look like it, it at all. I think it's, um, just, it's just, 
I don't know about you, but there was like a watershed moment, and this is, I don't care if it's graphic to be honest, but you know, one one week I was playing, I was playing football against Jude, I think, well, I was playing against Crawley, you know, yeah. it was, the, when, the year I did that was, you know, it wasn't anywhere near as good as your team, but it was a high standard, I played for a while on a Saturday, um, if at all, to be honest. And then the next, like three weeks later, I'm getting loaded into the bath by my wife because I can't get in my own bath. Do you know what I mean? And it was just that, and they were both, both, well, on a Tuesday, think- both on a Tuesday evening, and you've gone from that to playing, not in front of a lot of people, but under floodlights on a Tuesday night, etc. To then three yeah. weeks later, I can't even get into my own, I can't even get in bath on my own. It was even like, you know what I mean? For a, for a holiday, you have booked in yeah. the summer and it's only got a bath, and you have to buy like a protective thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid yeah, little yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that, do you know what I mean? Because I can only get into the bath and my. Like well, yeah, yeah, because of the shower screen and the taps, I have to enter at a certain angle, mm. and the only way I can do that is to put my left leg in first, and my left leg that I did, do you know what I mean? And it's, and it's, it's just. I, 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 that was one of the few times that I did cry in that process and it's I the, just felt like I was useless it's the it's the call to your mates as well so like when I said I was going to cricket I had to phone mate and I said look I need you to carry my bag yeah, halfway yeah. out of the country because I can't I can't yeah. carry my bag yeah. I, can't, I can't carry myself to start with but yeah. I can't carry my bag it's mm. stupid things and I think uh, you know I don't want to go too much down a rabbit hole but being a blokes as well as I know there's a lot of talk about blokes and mental health I think it is a bit hard. You don't want to show weakness. You don't want to show that it, you know well, let's ha- be the honest, effect it's had on you. The bit easiest way to say that is we're talking about this now. We've never had this conversation before. No, 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 no. no and we were playing the time... in the same team at the time that happened. All yeah. three of us. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Yeah, and we never spoke about it. And it, it is once. so important you talk about it because I think it's. I think I've learned a lot about both of you and, and what happened. Do you know what I mean? And and you know the impact and and the fact that it, it doesn't really go away, does it? You know, no. you have a serious. Yeah, you know, pull a hamstring, tear a hamstring. That's one thing to like properly do serious injuries. And basically finish your career, which has, you know, there's a lot to, it's got a lot to answer for. But yeah, please talk if you ever have any problems. Yeah, I was about to say, I think to finish off, I don't know what you boys think, but yeah, it is. It's, that's it's okay thing, not to be okay. Yeah, and if you are, I suppose, if you're involved in a club at a more senior position, like a manager or something, it's not to just completely then scrap heap anyone. Talk to your teammates, you'd be surprised what you find out. Yeah, yeah, and don't just scrap heap people who get injured. You know, keep in contact with me because they're on the, the 16 that you're using on the Saturday. Do you know what I mean? So. And now it's time for round two of the prediction game, where I pick three games each week. Well, it's not each week, because we haven't done it for a month. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guess the correct score. So it's three points for a correct score. For example, if we went for 1-0 Manchester United and it finished 1-0, that is three points. Craig Sanix, I think that's what he predicted. <laughs> uh, I probably didn't. Indeed, right. One point for the correct result. So, for example, if it finished, I said 1-0 Man United and it finished 2-1 to Manchester United, it's one point. And zero points if... It's completely wrong. Yeah. So uh, we've done one round uh, for FA Cup third round. We did Millwall versus Newport County. Uh, <laughs> it finished Millwall three, Newport nil. I guessed two nil to Millwall. Charlie guessed two one, oh. and Cody went for five one. <sighs> so we all get a point each. Fantastic. The second game was Oxford United versus Hartlepool, which ended four one to Oxford. I correctly guessed four one. You did. Unbelievable. Uh, Charlie guessed three nil, and oh. Cody guessed. 2-0 yep. so 3 points for me 1 point for both of you and the last game was Wolves versus Manchester United which finished 0-0 so we didn't get any scores right so no. if you see the table on the screen it, I'm leading with 4 points Charlie and Cody are both on 2 so we move on to this round of the prediction game so the first game we are going for is in the championship it is the 12.30 kickoff between West Bromwich Albion and Nottingham Forest I'm going to start with you Charlie Betts what did you go for? I have gone for 2-1 West Brom. Um, only because I think 
They'll win. Uh, <laughs> good. good. I'm not Tony, pretend. what do you think now? No, I'm not going to pretend. No, there's no point waffling. I'm not going to pretend that I know what I'm talking about. Just uh, Forest got beaten by Charlton. Midweek, yes, they did, yeah. So I think maybe, maybe could be the start of something. I haven't watched them live. Not a bad team, but I'm going yeah, to watch. We did watch Forest live. We did watch there a few weeks ago, you know. Cody, who did you go for? I went for 2-2. Uh, so the reason mm. I've done so is obviously West Brom until recently on quite a long winless run then thankfully that for them they played my beloved Luton Town and managed to get themselves back on a winning streak <laughs> surprise surprise Luton Town on the road uh, as we saw at Forest a few weeks before yeah. who were their opponents today uh, so the main thing for for Forest is they've genuinely generally been in very good form um, see I've, I've got a bit of a problem with Lewis Graben actually I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going go completely off tangent here okay? so Lewis Graben Every time I see something on the TV or I see a game that I haven't been involved in watching, everyone says brilliant championship striker, he's scoring goals galore. I think I said that in the vlog, he's a brilliant championship striker. Every time, you did, every time I've watched him, He's been crap. Yeah, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he played midweek. I think he's been he's injured. I, I, no, I back you on that. Against Luton, he oh, he got the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. But then did you see the penalty he missed the week after? I mean, it was ridiculous. The, and yeah. and uh, Kennel were thrown earlier in the season. He missed an absolute sitter. But he is a good player. But obviously, as you mentioned, he was injured in midweek. But I just think West Brom not in the best form aside from that Luton game. But they did get a couple of decent results since. And Nottingham Forest just starting to slip out of form again. Mm. So I'm just balancing the difference. Saying they're both out of form, so possibly a draw. What about you, Craig? Uh, I've gone for a 2-0 West Brom win. Um, I know you're crazy saying that West Brom have been a bit out of form, but the West Brom have won the last three games, mainly because of the start against Luton Town. But it was a seven-game winless streak. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is the championship... No one wants yeah, to take strides on it. Like mm. I thought, West, I watched West Brom against Millwall last week when it was Storm mm. Chiara, whatever it's called, and I thought West Brom was superb because in the, the yeah. conditions and that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and they got a good win at midweek against Reading. Yeah. Forest surprisingly lost to Charlton because Charlton yeah. obviously got a load of player injury. Uh, yeah, injuries. yeah, it's a big shock. Um, not in form as well, Charlton. So to win at the City Ground is a good result. Cause I think they do well um, at home. They're pretty good. So, but as it's away. West Brom are very strong still. I'm gone for a 2 0 West Brom win. You were right with that, weren't you? Because uh, like two months ago, West Brom and Leeds were 10, 15 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're now the top eight or something. They're right six like, points yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bristol City back in it, and I didn't think they would. Mm. And I had them to finish second. Come on, Bristol City. <laughs> Brentford up there too. Come on, the surprises. Yeah. yeah. And we move on to the second game is uh, in League One. It's a three o'clock kickoff between Fleetwood and Peterborough United. Charlie, who's you going for? So, as I predicted at the beginning of the season, high-scoring Peterborough, um, you know, I think will... They, 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 they score for fun. The problem is they leak quite a few at the other end. Um, They're right up there again now as well. Se- so second, right. Peter second, Peter third, second Fleetwood in ninth. Yeah, so Fleetwood are just outside the playoffs. Joey Barton, what you, you know, you think of him... Oh, no, he oh, got charged by the FA this week, didn't he? Um, I think Peter will leak a few, but I think they just... That Ivan Tony and people like that, just bad goals for fun. So, you know, up, up to this point, the highest scoring team in the in the league, I believe. What was your score, sorry? So I've I've gone for Fleetwood two, Peterborough four. Wow, that's not far off mine because I've gone for Fleetwood two, Peterborough three. Right. Um. So again, both teams in good form. Both teams mm. doing well. Peterborough have got themselves right back in contention. Ivan Tony. I mean, when's the last? How's he not been? How's he not been sold? Well, they've made him a promise, haven't they? If they don't go up this summer, so he'll be gone. Yeah. Then. He made a debut on the EFL Quest show. So good yeah, good, good, that's, yeah, good show. Um, good show. Yeah, it's a really good show. Um, Fleet would have been in decent form themselves. I just think Peterborough, as you say, mm. they leak goals, but they've got so much firepower. They're on fire. I just think they'll nick it by one. So. Mm. Um, Fleetwood won the last three games. Peterborough have won the last five. 
So it's going to be a very tight yeah. game. I've gone for Fleetwood 1, Peterborough 3. Yeah, we've all gone for like, high school. Well, Fleetwood, Fleetwood beat Wickham on the mid yeah, midweek. Um, When's the last time Wickham won a game? Well, <laughs> since, since we've done the prediction, uh, since we went to their oh. game, or we've done the midweek prediction, they've been awful. So they've been awful. So <laughs> yeah. we've, done a, we've done Wickham a favour. I'm joking. No, uh, yeah, for, uh, but I think both teams are in good form. I can form. see how, though. I can see goals in this as well. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I don't know how... Tony's not been sold in June, January. Obviously, they lost Marcus Madison. But luckily for my predictions, he hasn't. Come on, Peterborough. I think I had him down for second, actually. Or did he did second, yeah. Second. So, yeah, Fleetwood won Peterborough 3. And the final game of this round, it's in League 2. It's Crew Alexandra in second place against Plymouth Argyle, who are in fourth. Is it Plymouth, isn't it? It's at Plymouth, actually. <laughs> not Crew. Right. I'm sure about that, mate. Yeah, no, it's definitely at Plymouth for the third take. Yeah, Pl- uh, Plymouth in fourth versus uh, Crew in second. I've, I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to go for a crew win, actually. 2 1. Now that the diction's changed. Is no. that because you thought they were at home? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, crew, um, four wins out of the last five. Uh, Pl- Plymouth, three wins out of the last five. But uh, I'm still going to go with crew anyway. Crew, uh, very good form. Uh, they beat Crawley midweek. Sof- um, Plymouth beat Salford, actually, away from home. So that's a pretty good result. But I'm still going to go for a crew win 2 1. Um I have no basis on this apart from the fact it's a very long way to go so I've gone for Plymouth 1 Crew 1 very good uh, thank you for that <laughs> you just stripped you in <laughs> it's not like trying to rock on a bridge we that, know that, we know that, that with the pools was it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I went for rather controversially Plymouth nil Crew 1 I say controversially because the last time I watched Crew on the road they lost 4-1 at Northampton a few months back Cobblers. Uh, no it's true uh, so right um, so yeah crew the last time I saw them were woeful on the road but generally they've been good all season so I'm going to go for them to nick it Plymouth I know they got a good result midweek but I think they lost last weekend if I remember rightly um, so I've just gone for crew to edge it but as you say it's two good sides and it probably again could go either way with the goal in it but much lover scoring mm. than a league one game and those are our predictions locked in we'll find out next week if our scores are correct and that is it for today's podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And you can follow us on Twitter at HonestFootball3. And we'll see you next time.